For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney. This year's session of the South Carolina General Assembly got underway this week, with one member describing it as a session not like any other. Most lawmakers wore masks as the lingering COVID pandemic altered many time-honored legislative traditions. Adding to the unusual atmosphere at the State House, extra state police were manning posts in and around the building following last week's insurrection in Washington. Neither the House or Senate will meet next week during the presidential inauguration. While grappling with the many demands forced upon the state by the pandemic, lawmakers are unsure just how the session will play out. How long will they be able to meet safely and how will the state's economy hold up and its impact on tax revenues? The annual State of the State Address was moved up a week this year with Governor Henry McMaster again touting his handling of the COVID crisis, telling lawmakers that his decision to keep the state open helped save the economy. Our reasonable steps of limited, measured, and temporary actions allowed us to combat the virus without crippling our economy. By freezing new spending and holding state governments steady at last year's spending levels, We've been able to avoid cutting services, raising taxes, or borrowing money. Democrats continue to criticize McMaster's handling of the pandemic. In the Democratic response to his speech, Columbia Senator Mia McLeod accused the governor of not taking the virus seriously. Instead, Governor, you told us everything was fine. Double down on the rollbacks and the rhetoric and politicize mask wearing. Just last week, as record high cases continue to surge, you insisted that our schools open five days a week for in-person instruction. Governor McMaster renewed his call for no new state spending during the pandemic. Legislative leaders seem to be in basic agreement. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Merle Smith in a recent interview said budget writers have to remain cautious. We still have COVID really rearing this ugly head in the state again. And so until we get COVID in the rearview mirror, I think our focus is going to continue to be on that and making sure that we have enough money left in the budget that we can sustain government should we hit an economic downturn a little worse than what we have right now. House leaders have signaled teachers that one budget priority this year will be retroactively funding last year's scheduled pay raises known as step increases. When last year's legislative session ended abruptly due to COVID, a number of issues were left unsettled, including the future of Santee Cooper, the state-owned utility. The Senate has clearly indicated it would not go along with selling the utility. Democratic leader Brad Hutto last week told a meeting of editors and reporters, quote, that ship has sailed. House leaders, on the other hand, remain committed to exploring a possible sale of the utility, with the committee okaying the reopening of bids from potential buyers. Edgefield Senator Shane Massey, the Republican majority leader, said this week it's time for the legislature to make a decision on Santee Cooper's future. We need to get this off our plate. We need to get this out of the out of the focus. From and South Carolinians need to see that we can address this issue and move on to other issues because there are other things piling up behind it. Taking advantage of the Senate's new stronger Republican majority following November's election, conservative members are already vigorously pushing a bill to outlaw abortion if a fetal heartbeat is detected in a woman. Senate Bill 1 is moving through the Senate Medical Affairs Committee. In past years, similar bills have been approved by the House only to die in the Senate. Supporters are optimistic about the bill's chances this session, and Governor McMaster, in his State of the State speech Wednesday night, vowed to sign the bill if it passes. For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney.